to be able to share my life in a way that makes a difference on the planet. It, it's, you know, it's the, in my mind, the, one of the deepest forms of gratitude that one can have to know that I've come here and unearthed enough about myself that I can just be myself and have a contribution to make. There's, that's what we, when we talk about wanting meaning in life, that's what we're talking about is being able to just be ourselves and be received in a way that people can experience my gift to them. And um, it's a, it's a profound level of gratitude that I experience when I'm able to do that. This episode has been brought to you by yours truly. Support this podcast by purchasing the How to Experience Abundance Through Gratitude course and you'll be going from lack to abundance in 7 weeks with easy and fun exercises. Plus the commitment is less than 10 minutes per day. It's only 50 bucks and you can get it on georgianbenta.com abundance or just visit the link in the description. Once you get it, you have 30 days to change your mind. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today with us, we have a former guest that we've spoken with about three years ago. And um, I'm really happy to have her on once again. She's a purpose guide to rising visionaries. And she just launched a very interesting new book, The Golden Thread, Where to Find Purpose in the Stages of Your Life. She's a PhD. She has a PhD in human and organizational development. And she has a lot of really, really good ideas that she's hopefully going to share with us today. Dr. Holly Woods, welcome to the Gratitude Podcast. Thank you, George. And I'm so happy to be here. And it's great to speak to you again. I'm Really love what you're doing here, and gratitude is such an important part of our lives, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm really happy because it. Our discussion also reminds me of uh, of my growth and the growth of the podcast since we've we've spoken uh, for in, in the first time, and it's it's amazing to to be able to to see the growth and to to see who I am and where I am right now. And I, I'm, I'm just saying this because um, it's always a great exercise to do this, especially when we, when we meet people that we haven't met for a while to appreciate um, how much we grew in the meantime. That and also how much being grateful for what emerges in that period of time shaped us and allowed to emerge I mean, I know about, you know, from my own life that um, I wouldn't be where I am now and having the experience I'm having had I not learned to be grateful for, you know, whatever occurs. Um, So for me, that's on top of mind. um, And I imagined it is for you too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So let us know a little bit more about 
finding our purpose in different stages of life, I think it's so interesting. And I think it's one of the most important things that we can do in life to, to find our purpose and to, I also love the fact that you, um, you talk about purpose as being different in different stages of life. Some of us think that we only have one purpose and when we find it, we're going to do that for all of our life. And at least from my experience, that's not really the case. So let us know a little bit more about your perspective on this. Well, thank you. And so I agree with you. Um, and, you know, quite a few of my mentors and colleagues have that belief that um, we have one purpose, but it is expressed in many different ways across mm -hmm. our lifetime. So my, my, you know, my observation, having done this now for several decades, and when we last spoke, I was formulating this hypothesis that I that I test and write about and use stories to depict in my book um, is, is that purpose is this thread that runs through our lives. And I call it a golden thread because it is sacred. It's our soul coming to this lifetime to express itself in new, very nuanced ways. And in order for us to make our greatest contribution, you know, purpose is really about bringing our fullness to the planet and and giving our greatest gifts so that we can impact the world each other in the world in a way that that makes a contribution and um so what i began to notice you know a number of years ago is that this thread runs through our lives and that most of us can't find um, what i <laughs> learned is that most of us can't find it because it looks so different across time so what i in having studied the stages of consciousness what I learned is that in each stage of our life, um, that there is an expression that is appropriate for that stage. So you're not going to get a child expressing purpose the same way that an adolescent does, or an adolescent the same way as an adult or a mature adult does. And so across these stages, while we have one purpose, we're expressing it uniquely in order to accomplish the developmental tasks that occur, that are needed to occur at that stage. So an, a child would be expressing purpose in the ways appropriate for a child, which might look very different than how we did express it as an adult, right? So that's part of the reason that purpose is kind of hard to find. And um, when I realized this, <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. So what I do with my clients is go back in time and pull out their stories, you know, how we've woven purpose into our life. And sure enough, there's this pattern. And the other thing that happens is that it hides behind our, our wounding, you know, and we, we also come into life in order to liberate whatever constraints or restrictions, limiting beliefs that keep us from fully expressing ourselves. So it's kind of like the flip side of purpose. And so for those reasons, our purpose is, you know, slightly hidden to us until we reach certain stages of life, generally later, where we've liberated enough of those things that we can more easily see it, you know, at least for most of us. Um, so that's my general conception of purpose. And it's, you know, it played out. I've written this book about how it's played out in a number of people's lives, including my own. That's wonderful. And could we get into a bit more detail, like 
Um, for instance, many of our listeners may be in their 30s or in their 40s and might be wondering how would purpose look in, in, in our 30s or in our 40s? You know, and it's, and I'll, I'll be really honest, it's, it is less dependent on age and more associated with the stage of development. And I, I really do go into this in great detail in the book. Um, we don't all make it to a certain stage by a particular age. So, you know, most of his childhood, toddlerhood and childhood, we, we accomplish these particular stages. But then at some point, depending on how well we've accomplished the tasks of our particular stage, um, we move to the next one. And so generally by our 30s and 40s, we're in what I would call the early subtle tier, where you're accomplishing tasks that are related to um, finding a particular skill or talent that I can uh, own in life that becomes my way of expressing some, um, you know, intellectual expression. I might have gone to college and I might be then expressing that in, in life. And um, in 40s, you might have moved to a later stage. So, so purpose, it's, so this is my conception of purpose. It's not a, purpose is not a career or a job or a project. It is actually a fundamental, essential expression of us that our soul is calling us into. So what happens in, in each stage is that we become more able to express ourselves essentially. So if, in our 30s, if we've made our way into what I call, again, the subtle tier, and this is based in the work of Terry O'Fallon, um, Stages International, um, you will know yourself well enough. You'd have a sense of your thoughts and your feelings and your experiences in your body and be able to express that in more ways in life. Um, so you would be invoking your essence in your job and your relationships and, um, you know, in your hobbies in, in most ways. But it would look like I'm, I know myself more fully and I'm beginning to express um, whatever my purpose is in more positive ways. So I'm going to begin to own a confidence about myself in my 30s that I can begin be expressive. Um, so it's hard for me to say what purpose will necessarily look like for each person because it's going to vary. And um, <laughs> I'm not sure that answered the question very well. Yeah, it, it did. It did. It makes a lot of sense. And um, of course, it's it's personal for, for each and every one of us. And it's not something that's, like you were saying, reliant only on our age because we develop differently. Um, so, yeah, you answered that perfectly. I was, uh, though, curious. So I have a, a theory, um, mm -hmm. and I'm curious on, on your perspective. Um, for for younger um, people from maybe the, the day they were born and until maybe 10 years old or something like that, might they be um, actually expressing their purpose somehow 
without actually being aware of it. Yes. Yes, that's exactly right. And, and part of why I wrote this book is because um, I, I raised four kids, two of them my own. And so I had this, perf, you know, almost like a, a clinical trial, <laughs> Petri dish, whatever, where I got to watch two pairs of kids um, emerge and evolve and how their unique expressions um, showed up and what it was like to have, you know, one set, my kids, native born to me, who I had raised since birth, and I had purposefully, not knowing at the time, this is, you know, 25 years ago, 26 years ago, I had decided, pregnant with my first child, like, okay, this, this being is, is its own entity. (laughs) And it's my job to help it be its to be its navigator right that was kind of the role I took as parent I'm I'm its navigator I'm its guide and little knowing this would be end up being what I do in the world um and so my goal is to help it find itself like what what becomes important to this child at each stage so that I can help it you know find that thing and um and I'll tell you later what my purpose is and why this makes total sense. And so I began noticing very early, you know, as an infant, what was, what was this child really interested in? What did it pick up and what did it taste and what did it, you know, become mesmerized with or obsessed with and what were its curiosities and what created delight? So there are many ways that purpose shows up that most parent, most of us, because we're so busy and there are so many, you know, things that we have to pay attention to, we don't notice in our children. And so this curiosity seeking and the ways that, you know, babies even attain fulfillment are important for us as parents to begin to notice, you know, at birth, literally, it's, it's, you know, our soul comes in like ready to pull us along and we just ignore it. So, um, so yes. And, and part of my excitement about this work is that perhaps we can begin to, as parents and as educators and as stewards of children in our society, we can become more uh, deliberate about helping helping people, helping others gain a very attentive um, notion that, you know, our children know what they're here to do if we just help guide them along instead of forcing them into these constrained and prescriptive roles that we've created in society for them. Wow, that's that's so beautiful. And, and I totally resonate with that. And yeah, it's it's so powerful to to let them grow into who who they really are and i've been blessed enough to to be able to to be uh, such a child to be let to to grow into who i really am and to express myself how how i am and uh, like getting some feedback from the other side i can i can definitely say that it's is the best way to to go about it and uh-huh. i really appreciate my parents for for doing this for me and my my granny and my brother because mm-hmm. it's it's really made a big difference and i'm really happy where i am today and it's it had a lot to do with them and how how they raised me from from this point of view you know and i would say georgian your your experience is quite unusual 
as a human to have had that encouragement to be yourself and, and probably the same for my kids. And, and so for those of us who didn't have that, you know, all is not lost. <laughs> so I want to, you know, coming to gratitude, I, I want to encourage whoever's listening that, you know, well, just because I didn't have parents who did that, um, we can still find our way. And in fact, this is part of my thesis is that sometimes those of us who have, you know, important purpose and I mean, we all have important purpose. Every single one of us is here to make a great contribution. So there's, you know, no, no purposes are more important than others, <laughs> but sometimes we chose paths that were harder. We didn't have that encouragement or that noticing by a parent or someone that um, of the ways that we were intended to evolve. And in fact, the, 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 um, I want to make a demonstration. I want to show you <laughs> the, the way that we are forced to face life to overcome the obstacles is what like sharpens our saw. I don't know if you that know that expression. It helps mm-hmm. us, you know, uh, um, make our gym more brilliant because we are forced to overcome that which would repress it. So, for for instance, my story is, you know, was was a very challenging childhood and adulthood and it, like it's continued to be challenging. And at some point in my probably in my 30s, I realized, and this this is the gratitude thing, I realized, oh, what's happening is that each time I have one of these major traumas, because I had a lot of trauma in life and you know, many dark nights. Each time I have one of these, I emerge from, if I face it with courage and realize this is here to teach me something, it's an opportunity to become more of me, I emerge on the other side with this greater clarity and this greater inspiration to be more of myself. And, and um, so I, I began to see that each of these experiences was in fact a gift to me that I could come out with a greater a greater sense of why I'm here you know how to enact my purpose how to be courageous how to uh, contribute to others and and it became this almost a my life has become kind of a game you know it's the only way I survived it because it's been a tough life and I like okay what is this thing that's here now this this particular challenge and what am I going to learn from it? And how is it going to benefit me in, in acting my purpose and my way of being in the world, even to become an even more strong messenger, or, you know, a strong deliverer of, of my purpose. Um, so there are many different ways that we show up on the planet. And some of them are like yours where you might've had, you know, some, some people encouraging you at early stages. And then there's, you know, the sort of the opposite of the spectrum where some of us just, it's one challenge after another. And whichever of those paths we chose, because um, I believe we choose them, um, we can emerge with a stronger conviction, a stronger sense of self in order to express ourselves. Yeah. And I, I don't want our audience to get the wrong idea. I had my challenges. And yeah, certainly you did. <laughs> there, there, were, there, there were things that weren't easy and so, but I'm really grateful for, um, 
for those things that that my parents did for me and even though they might have wanted me to do something else with my life they still gave me the freedom to choose mm. and i i really appreciate that and uh, it's it's really wonderful that you just answered a question that i was thinking about um how do you how you see uh the the link the relationship between gratitude and purpose mm-hmm. and you know in addition to what i described about using our you know whatever scenario our life provides for us to learn and grow um and having an attitude of of gratitude about all of those experiences i also each stage you know i emerge from one of those challenges with this newfound awareness of who i really am and how to contribute even more deeply or um significantly to my own life and to the world um that emits such a level of joy and um you know that i'm i'm having the experience right now it is such a sense of gratitude that oh my goodness look look at the ways that i can offer myself to the world that you know not only will share something of me that can make a difference but the sense of joy and blessing that i feel at being able to do that is over it's almost overwhelming um to be able to share my life in a way that makes a difference on the planet uh it, it's you know it's the, in my mind the one of the deepest forms of gratitude that one can have to know that i've come here and unearthed enough about myself that i can just be myself and have a contribution to make there's that's what we when we talk about wanting meaning in life that's what we're talking about is being able to just be ourselves and be received in a way that people can experience my gift to them and um it's a it's a profound level of gratitude that i experience when i'm able to do that i love it thank you for sharing your your gratitude with us and i could totally feel it and I'm really happy that you did. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's wonderful what you what you just said and uh I think a great way of actually uncovering our purpose is through gratitude like you mm-hmm. mentioned before the fact that we we've been through um difficult experiences uh that at least in the mo- moment weren't very um easy to to digest or to find something good in um to find the blessings the the blessings in disguise the the things that can come out of those experiences that are positive and to be grateful for them because they they are a gift in a way and even though it's not always easy to see them from this point of view it can really make a huge difference in our life isn't it yes it can yeah mm. so um we are nearing our um the end of our time together 
And I wanted to ask you about the three people in your life that, that made a difference and why you are grateful for them. That's such a hard question, Georgia, <laughs> if you ask that before. And, and um, you know, I now have this enormous, <laughs> the list has gotten so long and so, so big. Um, <clears throat> you know, I'm certainly, I, I know I, I will always include my two daughters in this. They've been my greatest teachers um, for different reasons. And I think before I might've lumped them together as one, <laughs> you know, one of my three. And at this point I would, I would highlight each of them has given me such unique gifts and blessings um, in their own way. They're, they're deep, deep souls um, traveled here to be with me you know, both for my own um, journey and for theirs. And they, it, we've, it's been this interesting triad that we've had together, both, you know, struggling and, um, and helping illuminate each other. So I, I would just say that each of them uniquely has helped illuminate some part of my, my gift, my talent or purpose. And, um, has also unearthed, you know, some of the wounding that I needed to resolve. And I, I guess in general, that's why I'm grateful for people because they offer me something that uniquely that I didn't have an awareness of before. Um, um, you know, and, and same for my father who has been with me since birth and over time has given me gifts that I wouldn't have attained otherwise. Um, I had a, a difficult childhood, and while he didn't necessarily resolve my childhood difficulties, he, he brought out parts of me. I grew up in Texas, and he um, taught me to fish and build things, and, you know, a hammer in my childhood was as common as a pencil, really. Um, he was a carpenter and owned a lumber hardware store. So he taught me to build things and um, be confident enough <clears throat> as a girl that I could do that. You know, I could wear a tool belt and I've owned many power tools and um, I could step out into the world unencumbered by the sense of needing to do girly things and the courage to do that really enabled me to stand up and be courageous and speak truths in ways that I don't think I would have had I not had those experiences with my dad. So I'm, I'm really grateful. And now it's funny is that I, I help, I do still build things. I'm, you know, I help people build their own lives through purpose and I help build companies and products and and such so i it's one of the things i say about myself i build stuff <laughs> and i really attribute that to knowing how to swing a hammer and use a screwdriver you know and and just having this sense of capacity that yep yeah, i can make things from nothing um so those i mean i you know I, I there are many 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 people i could list in my life i have such a long list of people i'm grateful for and literally i'm grateful every person i meet usually because they they are you know each person we meet in life is a mirror for us to see something that we couldn't see otherwise and um 
I, I find that a fascinating experience when I meet people is like, who are you? And, you know, why are you here in my life? And what can you shine or illuminate for me that I wouldn't otherwise see? Yeah. <laughs> I, I totally agree with that. And I was also thinking about the people in my life that made the difference. And it's it's really beautiful to see that for all of the things that I'm doing right now, at least professionally, I I can track them back to, to one person or a few people. Mm-hmm. And it's so wonderful that I've mm-hmm. had those people in my life to to basically gift me uh, a way of doing things or to, to give me the courage to do something. And that's amazing. And it's so beautiful to see that there are so many people that are contributing to our life and to where we are right now and to to acknowledge that. I think it's yeah. it's a really beautiful feeling. It is. Yes. I mean, and boy, does that help you never feel alone. <laughs> like... <laughs> especially in these isolating lockdown days i honestly i've i think i've made more friends than ever in my life um because we're you know being forced to forced out of our particular ways of connecting with people to um create new connections and it has been so so rewarding for me this whole time it's <laughs> fascinating that i'm grateful for you know the silver linings of the pandemic yeah well i think it it's a choice and we can make this choice and i think it's very important for for people to know that they can make this choice and they can be grateful in spite of um the the situation that that is going on right now and you're you're a, re- a living example of that and i'm i'm really grateful that you shared that with us thank you so um let us know where we can find the book and um, also how uh, our listeners can get in touch with you. Sure. Um, well, the book is, if you uh, Google, you know, search my name, Hollywoods with an S and Woods with an S and the golden thread where to find purpose in the stages of your life. Um, there are a couple of other golden thread books that, you know, so the golden thread was not an artifact that it did emerge for me organically. I, I didn't realize anybody else had written about it when I was like, I saw this thread, like, oh my gosh, would you look at that? <laughs> it's real. <laughs> and it is real. It's, you know, it's um, so a few other people have written about the golden thread prior to me. And Michael Mead has a quote about the golden thread. So um, it's in the zeitgeist. It's not something I necessarily came up with, but this way of looking at it and finding it is unique um so search my name and then the golden thread where to find purpose and stage your life it's you know for sale amazon and barnes and noble and um the walmart um stores um so it's an ebook and paperback version available and um there's currently a promotional price for it so i'm not sure how long that will last and uh you can find me at hollywoodscoaching.com and again, that's Woods with an S. Um, and yeah, if you want to stay in touch, either send me an email um, from my webpage or you can 
sign up for a free purpose to impact roadmap or just um, send me a message and have touch. I do work with clients one-on-one -on -one and I do support uh, businesses and organizations and companies to create purpose-driven products and um, to help them stabilize and you know, I, I'm working with companies right now, helping them re-pivot in these difficult times and emerge so that we can all emerge newly in the new world <laughs> with purpose-driven products and offers. That's my goal. Exactly. We can all adapt and we will always definitely adapt and find ways to to rise up again, to bounce back and to to raise up... <laughs> to rise up again stronger and i'm sure that we can totally do that and one more thing um i'm really curious if you're grateful for your name like i think it's it's such <laughs> such an easy way to to remember your name to just think uh -huh. of hollywood <laughs> now, you know it's i i thank you for asking that um a few years ago i would have been annoyed or embarrassed and as a child it was difficult to live with as you can imagine um, there were so many different ways that people abused my name, <laughs> but, um, somewhere in my young adult years, maybe, you know, young adult years, I realized that when I met people and told them my name or when someone introduced me, everybody laughed, right? And what a blessing to meet people and immediately be embraced in a laugh, in a, you know, in a funny experience. And it became this gift um, of my name to people immediately. It's like, I already offered you a gift and we have this funny interaction. And as long as I can see the gift of it, it's a beautiful experience. And, you know, of course people are more likely to remember my name because of that. But I embrace, in fact, that we get to drop all the formalities and some of the, you know, the nuances of difficulty of meeting people. And it just is this fun. I'm very informal and I love laughter and I, I love people. So it creates this dynamic that immediately everybody's comfortable. And um, I, I feel so grateful now for that for my parents having given me this crazy name <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's such a blessing and it, it's so wonderful to the way you explained it the fact that we might have sometimes sometimes things that we are ashamed of or that we are um, insecure about but we can bring gratitude there and we can turn them around and we can actually see them as a blessing and they actually become a blessing and yes. this is so wonderful <laughs> yes absolutely that's the key is you know no matter how uncomfortable something is initially it's that discomfort is actually poking you or nudging you to examine something in yourself that can be liberated because we wouldn't be uncomfortable if it wasn't some facet of a shadow that we're not wanting to see about ourselves. So the, the very things that make us uncomfortable are the gifts that help us liberate something that would keep us stuck otherwise. Exactly. So we exactly. can be grateful for all the things in life that make us uncomfortable. 
Yeah, and it's it's funny that you that you mentioned this because I had a similar experience with my name, and um, usually here in Romania, it's it's rather uh, so there is uh, Georgian and Georgiana, which is the the feminine, and since there are like eighty percent um, women with this name, uh-huh. many people actually write a lot. Uh, a lot of the times they they write Georgiana, even though uh-huh. I I for instance when uh, in a few years ago when I was asking for a cab, I said my name. It was clear enough that it was a masculine voice, <laughs> and still uh-huh. people thought that I was uh, like the, the the cab driver said, "Are you Georgiana?" <laughs> of course not. <laughs> so yeah, I used to be ashamed of that. And it was it used to be awkward, but now I'm I'm having a good laugh, and it's uh, it's like you said, it's a conversation starter, and it's it's really funny. <laughs> you know, and it's probably it was probably some inspiration along the way for you to develop some facet of yourself that you wouldn't have otherwise to speak up more, you know, clearly or something. Yeah. And here you are speaking clearly on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's always some purpose to the struggles that we have in life. Um, sweet. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I, I think it's actually a, a great idea for, for us to uh, end this podcast on. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that it's something that uh, our listeners will be happy to reflect on as well. So thank you so much for, for being here with us and for sharing so many great ideas and emotions with us Mm, thank you george and i really appreciate it it's been fun this episode has been brought to you by yours truly support this podcast by purchasing the how to experience abundance through gratitude course and you'll be going from lack to abundance in seven weeks with easy and fun exercises plus the commitment is less than 10 minutes per day it's only 50 bucks and you can get it on georgianbenta.com slash abundance or just visit the link in the description. Once you get it, you have 30 days to change your mind.